Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Jess. And this is I'm Trying My Best. Thank you for being here today, this holiday time. It's a weird time. It's the weird, in be- it's the in-between. It's the limbo. <laughs> it's the fizzle out, the slow fade of the previous year. Yeah. Everyone's talking about new year, new goals and things. And I'm just like, you know what? We survived this year. Let's, Let's just feel good about it. Let's have a sit. <laughs> I, I love the memes I'm seeing that's like, no one claimed 2021 to be your year. You're just going to walk in real quietly, not yeah, touch anything. <laughs> don't touch anything. Don't say anything. Yes. Um, do do they know? Do our listeners know about like you? That I'm pregnant? Yeah. We've brought it up a couple of times. Have we? Yeah. Okay. Hello, all eight listeners. <laughs> Jesse is going to have a baby. In June. In June. So like yeah. halfway. That's like half, that's halfway through that's the year. That's my New Year's resolution is to have a baby. To have a baby. You're going to do such a good job. With zero complications at birth. Or I guess, I should say zero surprising complications. If like we figure something out here in the next few weeks and like we know, yeah, I don't know. I that's think it, whatever. Jonas's birth was just so shocking and traumatic yes. that like I don't want to do that again. Yes. If I can prepare myself mentally for something, I can. Like a little heads up would yeah. be nice. A we'll little, be, yeah. Like, hey, Jonas is going to need some <laughs> prayers. Some serious ones. Yeah. So that's yeah. on my to-do list. I don't know. I've been trying to be very aware of just like what could possibly happen with a child. Open mind, man. Yeah. Because I know we so often hear like, I just want a healthy baby. And it's like, well, what if, like, what if your baby is born and it's not healthy? Like, what yeah. if it has needs yeah. and it isn't, like, what you would consider healthy? Like, that, you're still going to love it. Still going to take care of it. For sure. And who knows? I know some babies that aren't considered healthy who are so special. I love them so much. The yeah. world would not be the, the place that it is without them. 100%. So, so baby. That's, that's not my, my, I don't even want to say my goal is a healthy baby. My goal is just. Baby. A baby that yeah. is born. Yeah. So. <gasps> Will it be a boy, a girl? Oh, we find out soon. I know. I'm fifth, I'm So I'm 15 weeks in a couple days. And a couple days. I hit 15 weeks on Saturday. So we can find out like next week if we wanted to. But our anatomy scan is on February 1st. Oh, which I think is a Tuesday. What? We're getting there. We are. We are darn close to that. Yeah. It's like a month away. It is. A Monday, so we could record. Oh my gosh, we could have a gender reveal. Please tell us if you're team boy or team girl. And be sure to submit all of your names. Jesse wants every single name. Add lots of X's and Y's and... No, we don't need any name suggestions. (gasps) We we have names in our pockets. Yeah. You have boys and girls. We have like our top contenders already that we just haven't used yet. What's interesting is that we were so set on a girl name with Jonas of Kendall. That was like our really? girl name. Kendall. I don't think yes. I knew that. And then he was a boy and we were like, well, what are we going to name him now? You could, and now you could I, use Kendall for I, a boy. Yeah. Oh, you totally could. But I don't even like that name as much. Not that it's a bad name, but no, it's like it's not even like a front runner anymore. For sure. I get that. But if we had had a little girl named her Kendall, she would have been cute. Oh my gosh. Little Ken. Ken? I'd call her Ken. 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 Kendall. Kendall. Dole? 
I don't know. I'm trying to make it short. We'll call her Kendall. We call Jonas Joni. It's true. Kenny is what we call her. And uh, Joni, Drakey, Ruby, but that's, you know. Every morning, Jonas sees Drake and still goes, Hi, baby Baby Drake. Drake. Every morning. It's like his favorite. It's so cute. I'm like, he's almost two and a half. He's not a baby. I mean, he's this little. Baby Drake. It'll be interesting to see if that dynamic changes at all with the introduction of a new baby. Yeah, it will be. Okay, so what made you cry this week? Um, well, so many things. But <laughs> as as you may know, Christmas just happened. And um, it's tradition in our family to read the story of Jesus' birth. And the I always, reason for the season. The reason for the season. Um, and I, I cry. I cry when I read... Luke chapter Luke two Luke two Luke two yeah Luke chapter two Luke two, um, I'm like totally fine until it says like and the day and something accomplished that she should be delivered anyway she's Mary her baby. has her baby in a barn and wraps him in swaddling clothes and puts him in a manger that animals ate out of yeah. It's probably not the most clean. Like, I wasn't there. I don't know the full story, but it makes me cry every, every time. year. Well, not not every year. I used to be like, yeah, that's just what happened. But then um, this thing called motherhood happened, and I experienced that, and I was in <laughs> ideal conditions. I was in a clean, sterile hospital. I didn't have to ride a donkey. We took a car there. I had modern medicine and Doctors and nurses and... Epidurals. Yeah. Hello. And I... <laughs> a nursery for the baby. Yeah. Warm. Anyway, I wasn't outside. And I get that this was a different time. But even so, one of the most important people, if not the most important person to ever be born, was born in the most humble of circumstances. And I just think that is... It just makes me emotional. Yeah. And Especially when you're pregnant. Yeah. Re- any When I was expecting, I was like, how? Why? I, I, well, I totally agree with you. So I was, I was like halfway through my pregnancy with Jonas that first Christmas that I was pregnant. So that would have been Christmas 2014, 15, mm-hmm. 15. And I was large and in charge. It's so uncomfortable. And uncomfortable. Yeah, I got my pregnancy pillow and I was like, I cried when I opened it because I was so excited to sleep a little better. She had no pregnancy pillow. But yeah, that was the year I like really felt identified with Mary where I was like, this is hard. And I like, I have a bubble bath. (laughs) And like, I don't, so many things. Maybe they didn't like, maybe Luke left out the part where Mary was feeling grumpy, but like, she's just the meekest. Like, she just did it. Your girl did it. So holy. Yeah. There's a reason she's like a saint. So. Yeah. That makes you cry too. Okay. I didn't cry this time, but like I did shed the tears. Yeah. What made you cry? Um, several things. You know, holiday <laughs> <Also>. season. <laughs> every day I have a new thing. Just every day something makes you cry. Um, but specifically there was a video I came across where they... This woman and her sister, they, they've spent like the past year. She said, my sister shared this video for the past year. I'm going to try and share it. And they were trying to find this man. And it shows this woman and 
she's she has a there's like a motorcycle nearby so you can tell it's like a biker spot because there's other people in the frame and it was where her mother wanted her ashes scattered spread whatever and so she props up her camera so she could film it for her sister and she throws out her ashes and she starts crying and there's this man in the background who he's kind of goofing off in the beginning of the first video and you're kind of like shut up dude but yeah. then he notices what's happening he gets real quiet and she's just, she's emotional. She's crying. And then he walks up to her and goes, are you all alone, honey? And she goes, yeah. And he just embraces her, just hugs her. And she loses it. And she, oh yeah, she starts sobbing. She can't keep her and composure. And he anymore. is like, this seems really important. And then he goes, who was it? And she goes, my mom. And then he just talks about like, well, I probably would have liked her. If this is what she yeah. wanted. And Because it was at a... It was at a motorcycle, like, trailhead. Yeah. So it was, it's, like, tricky to get there. Um, yeah, so. I just, I and they were trying, they are just trying to find this man. I don't know who he is, but it was just he was so sweet, sweet. Yeah. He, he handled was, it so well. Yes. It yeah. was so perfect. I think I'd be like, oh, like, guys, let's give her privacy. But she needed, she needed that connection. She and the way it. she broke as soon as yeah. he held her. Yeah. Maybe I can find it again and post it on our Instagram so people can really know. Sweet. Yeah, it was, it was, and it, it was funny because the beginning of the video, I'm like, why did you want to find this guy? Because he's being so loud during yes, this moment, yeah. like, and then it gets just so tender and yeah. yeah, it made me, it made me weep. Yeah. He said like something about people like appreciate important things or something like this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. just nice. It was sweet. Um, was sweet. Also, if we just continue on this cry train. <laughs> You sent me a video this morning that made me cry. Which one was it? Bing bong. Oh, yeah. Well, so we're going to dive into <laughs> emotional kid movies. That is the topic of today. And we realize some of our listeners might not be really watching kid movies that often. But that's a part of our lives <laughs> and it's a big part of our lives. We spend a lot of time with movies on in the background. Maybe not completely cued into them, but, but they're on. They're but they're on. on, yeah. And it turns out a lot of these are extremely moving. Yeah. And emotional and can be so applicable to your life. So we're going to run through some of our like top emotional scenes in kids' movies. So I will say... If you haven't seen these movies, there might be some spoilers coming up. Seriously. But they've all been out for several years, most of the most of these movies. So if you hear us talking about a movie and you haven't seen it, fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Or just like turn it off. <laughs> Come back after you watch it. Also, if you're not a, a crybaby cancer, you might not identify with like how emotional. Are cancers crybabies? I guess we get pegged as like really moody and emotional. Leos are just like aggressive, I think. Aggressive criers. Cancers <laughs> <laughs> are, yeah, I guess we're moody and emotional, but also like don't want anyone to know. So we try to be like, I'm fine, everything's fine. And we're not fine. So if we cry, we apologize, <clears throat> but it might happen. So let's start with the video I sent you today Bing Bong. Um, Bing Bong is a character in the movie Inside Out. So if you haven't seen that, just some spoilers coming up. Yes, with it has Amy Poehler as Joy. Phyllis. So yes. Phyllis is sadness. Phyllis from The Office. I don't know her actual name. I think her real name is Phyllis. Is it Phyllis? I love that. I love that for her. Um, 
Let me find out her name. Um, let's see. Oh, Mindy Collings in it as well. Phyllis Smith. Oh, yeah, she's disgust. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. So, Inside Out, the idea of the movie is that it's it's about the emotions inside this young girl. Her name is Riley, and she has these emotions inside of her. She has disgust, joy, anger, anger, sadness, and fear. Yes. And it walks you through her growing up and how her emotions change and how her... She has core memories and core memories. and all of these things that live inside her brain that makes up who she is. It's a very deep movie, honestly. Yeah, yeah. There's like a ton of like theories behind it, but um, one of so Joy is trying to restore these core memories. That's kind of like what's happening in the movie because her core memories kind of fall out, and Riley in real life is having kind of a crisis. Yeah, she's going through a she big change. Yeah, she it's can't like a, feel joy. Yeah. Which is normal. Yeah. But Joy can't accept that. Joy can't accept that. Joy's like, nope, we're going to fix her. fixer. Yeah, yeah, she's the fixer. So she goes on this big journey to like reestablish Riley's core memories and comes across Bing Bong. Bing Bong, who was... That was Riley's imaginary friend. It was her imaginary friend? Yeah. Okay, I was like a stuffed animal, but it wouldn't be just like in her brain like that. No. She had an imaginary friend named Bing Bong when she was little. He was an elephant. Lots of fun, yes. And he was like lost in her memory somewhere. So here's the... And he's like part elephant, part... Like he's this wonky guy just bouncing around. And he he has like, oh, I'll help you. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Um, they used to ride around, Riley and Bing Bong would ride around in her wagon. They'd sing and play all day, right? Like, just, like, any playful little kid. Um, and they are trying, they they fall down. They fall somewhere. Yeah, they get trapped in, like, the garbage. So, like, yeah. I don't know if it's, like, just dispose. I don't know. We they, should have watched the movie to recap this, but they're stuck in this pit of memory balls. They're stuck. <laughs> they really are. They're stuck in a pit. It's Bing Bong. Joy, these core memories she's trying to get out. Yeah. And, and a wagon. wagon. So they have a picture a McDonald's. If you haven't seen Inside Out, picture a McDonald's ball pit. But like with 40 foot walls. Okay? And you're trying to get out with your core memories in a wagon and, and an elephant hobo. And they are running and jumping off. Over and over and over to try yeah. and they sing the song. They're trying to, like, to get momentum. The wagon's like taking off a little bit. They're singing louder and faster and louder and faster. And then Bing Bong has the realization that it's too, the wagon is too heavy. It's too heavy. It, only Joy is going to make it and he is not going to make it. So without saying anything to Joy, he gets behind he, the tells, wagon. He tells her to sing louder. He tells her to sing louder, and he runs and runs and runs, and then he pushes the wagon, and it soars through the air, and it makes it over the wall, and they land in safety, and Joy's celebrating, and she's so happy, and she turns around, and Bing Bong's still in the pit, and he said, save Riley, (laughs) he said, go save Riley, take her to the moon, take her to the moon, and it's, there are actual tears, (laughs) there's a lot of tears, because it's, it's the most selfless act. He's so selfless. He just... He, he wanted re- what was best for Riley. Yes. He wanted Riley to have 
those core memories restored. He knew that was more important than him, like his memory being reestablished. Yeah. That Riley was that needed her core memories more than her joy. he needed. Yeah. More than he needed her. And no, more than she needed him. Let me tell you, I need a tissue, but I... <laughs> I need a break. Just like This was probably a year and a half ago. I was folding laundry and I had this movie on for Jonas. And I like fully knew this scene was coming. Like so prepared for it. I was like, oh, it's that one that it just gets it's, you. Yeah, it gets you. But whatever. Like I'm folding my laundry. I'm busy. And it wrecked me. And I yeah. just, I remember just crying so hard. And it's emotional because you can relate it to your own life in some sort of way. When at some point you've had to let, let go, go. Of, of something or someone. Yeah. Because it's just not the right fit anymore. Because it just, yeah. And you just, yeah. say Riley. Someone else is going to take Riley to the moon. Yeah. We all have a Riley. We all have that moon. And that's, yeah, I think that's why it's so emotional for grownups because we, we can, we understand that. And those emotions, that's tough. It's tough when you're in those situations. I don't feel like it'd be very common for a child to cry at that moment. Maybe, maybe a really like tender child. Maybe a tender one. Yeah. Like, oh, but I think they're also more celebratory. Yeah. I think they're also mourning like the loss of bing bong and not so much identifying with all of those big, heavy feelings of... Like, oh, selflessness and I guess loss is big. Yeah, Yeah. letting go. I don't know. And moving on. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a Um, big one. Similar to that is the movie um, Big Hero 6. That's a favorite of ours that we, Jonas loves Baymax. And if you've never seen Big Hero 6, it's really cute. Um, But it is cute. Uh, yeah, and so in Big Hero 6, it's sad at the beginning because um, Hero's brother dies right away, but he has this robot he had built named Baymax. And they're trying to fight off the bad guy who, like, stole his technology or whatever. The evil scientist. Anyway, they realize that this guy is evil because he's mad because his daughter is lost in this weird dimension where they were trying to time travel. Like... And so, Baymax, so he's desperately chasing some like, yeah. who can identify with that? Yeah, desperately chasing after something that you. He was being destructive. Well, yeah, he's trying to make everyone it, else feel the pain you, that he has felt. Yeah, which is rough. You're cuckoo. Yeah, yeah, but he's mad. He's a father yeah. whose yeah. daughter is missing. Um. Anyway, so Baymax and Hero end up going. They go to this time travel portal and they find. The bad guy's daughter. I, Professor Callahan, that's his name. I was like, I know his name. Professor Find his daughter in there, and she's kind of in this, like, forever sleep or something. Anyway, as they're leaving, Baymax again, robot. So A big, sweet, gentle robot. Marshmallow robot who is designed to make sure that you are doing okay. So right. it can, yeah, it can monitor your blood pressure, your, like, it, like it's like a health assessment. It knows all of your vital signs. Yeah, it knows yeah. all of, yes. Yeah. And um, that's, that's kind of his role. That's what he was made for. So they use him to, like, like, Hero's whole thing is, like, you're going to improve my happiness by being my assistant and yeah. helping me yeah. take down Professor Callahan. And then they realize it's this deeper issue. Anyway, they find the daughter, and they're in this weird space, and they don't have enough power to get out and to get back to like their to dimension. get back to like yeah to get out of the other portal 
um, all three of them. And Baymax has these like gloves that like propel and like these feet parts and anything. That's like giving them power. Yeah. To, yeah. It's giving them power, but he's too heavy. And so he just looks at Hero and goes, are you satisfied with your care? Because that's what, that's what he's programmed to say when he's done taking care of someone is, are you satisfied with your care? And Hero was like, over. no, no, like I'm not, I'm not satisfied with my care. Like I'm not getting, I'm not leaving without you. And he just repeats it again. Because he knows, like, you've got to let me go. But he's he he's responsible for making sure he has to get the okay. He has to get the okay from a hero that he's satisfied with his care. But finally, how did that make him so emotional? I don't know. It's and then you just watch Baymax. He detaches himself from the propelling glove or whatever, so they get out, and then he just falls. And he's just a robot. He's just no, a he's more. But he's the best little Big robot. Mom was just an imaginary friend. Baymax was just a robot. But I think there's so much more than that. Oh. I I feel like you can relate to it as a... Is it this sense of dread as a parent? That like, it's like one day <laughs> one we're going to have to just let our kids, like, did we do Go. it right? Are you satisfied? Are you satisfied with your parent? Oh, man. Or you just got to send them to college. <laughs> I hope they learn enough. And tell someone else and take them to the moon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's emotional. I can't hand off the wagon. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, is. that's like, that. and that's funny because that's, that's the goal. Like, you know you've done a good job as a parent is, is it's also if like you raise what independent you adults. To, right? It's like, oh, I can't wait until just have a little bit of peace and quiet. Or like, I don't <laughs> have to clean the toys up off the floor, but... Man, heavy. Yeah. Yes. That's similar. I, I like, also, I feel like that's how I feel a little bit when I watch that happen. Is like it's just so hard to let go. Yeah. Especially after both Big Bong and Baymax poured so much into their. Person. They tried. They tried. They when they wanted to make yeah. it, they were like, yeah, they wanted to make it to the back home or yeah. back to Riley did. because they to. yeah, like that that would be so nice, but. I think cats yeah, realizing that's there's not always a happy ending. Oh boy. Okay. Um, do you know what's similar to that? What? Tell this me. is not a Pixar movie. What is it? The Iron Giant. Have you seen it? I haven't. Really? I don't think so. We had it as kids. Like I, I remember it from childhood, and then I rewatched it with Nixon. I don't think I watched it. And forgot how emotional it is because it's like a big giant this boy has this big robot he finds this big robot giant and then um of course like the government aliens are like trying to find him it's like et yeah it's like but like you have a how are you gonna hide this big giant robot so anyway (sighs) is it a cartoon is that a picture from it yeah sorry here's a picture of it i don't it was on netflix for a while it might still be yeah none of this so, um, <coughs> you'll have to talk about it because it's not Sorry. Real. So, when, when the government finds out about the Iron Giant, uh, they, they're going to launch a missile at it to like, yeah, because I don't know why, but, um, the giant realizes like, it's, that's going to kill a bunch of people. So I think they like gave the boy the opportunity. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I sh- again, should have reviewed these movies, but I don't have enough emotional capacity to watch all of these. 
Uh, I would have to like recover for a week if I watched all of these Seriously. in one day. Um, what happens is that uh, the Iron Giant launches himself at the missile to protect all of the people on Earth who hate him. The government that wants to bring him down, but he knows that in protecting them, he's also protecting the boy that um, he loves so dearly and created this relationship with. And it's really hard. Like, the boy doesn't want him to go. It, I, it's something about these big things, like Bing Bong, a giant, Baymax, realizing, like, no, this is what needs to be done, and doing it despite, the like, the, yeah, despite whoever's asking them not to. Anyway, so that one's a, that one will make you cry. Give it a peek. We can watch it together. I don't know if I'm ready for it. Um, okay. This is taking a different turn. Oh. Um, but this one makes, this movie makes me cry every time. The soundtrack makes me cry. Oh. And I don't know if it's because Jonas loved this movie as a kid and it just like brings back a lot of like really good, like memories. happy memories of summer 2017 when he was this cute little toddling one year old and like we listened to the soundtrack, but. It's nostalgic um, for you. Moana. Yes. Yes. And I don't know, I'm going to cry. Part of this might be because. I am named after my grandma. <laughs> Don't make you. Uh, we're you both named. We're both named after our grandmas. I'm named after my mom's mom, and Jenna's named after our dad's mom. And uh, my mom's mom died before my parents even got married. Yeah. So we we've, we've never met. We've never her. met her. Um, and so, but I have felt in my life like several moments, just like it felt close to her, and. And we feel her. Yeah, absolutely. And um, in the scene where Moana is, like, so defeated. So down. She's so defeated. She has tried so hard. And she's such, like, a strong. To restore the heart of she's Tefiti. She's such a strong girl. Yes. Oh, yeah. So to see her down is, to, like, hard enough as it is. Yeah. Just to see her feel, like, def- defeated, deflated, giving up yeah. is tough. She's... She has fought so hard to restore the heart. And then her grandma comes back and starts with, I know a girl from an island. And it just like, yeah. Sometimes you need that reminder from beyond this world that we are capable and strong. Yeah. And, it's, and sometimes it's it is just so that you're powerful. The, this girl from an island. And that the power is inside of you. Yes. It, like, yeah. Sometimes me, I'm going to look that up right now. Don't the lyrics, tell me no. the lyrics. It says, like, something about who you are. Anytime there's someone being like, it's you very, know who you are, it gets to be. Uh, wow. I just remember hearing this. Tissues, man. Because all it is is affirmations. Yeah. So the grandma comes in and says, I know a girl from an island. She stands apart from the crowd. She loves the sea and her people. She makes her whole family proud. <gasps> Sometimes the world seems against you. The journey may leave a scar, but scars can heal and reveal just where you are. The people you love will change you. The things you have learned will guide you. And nothing on earth can silence the quiet voice still inside you. And when that voice starts to whisper, Moana, you've come so far. Moana, listen. Do you know who you are? And then she goes, who am I? And then she 
says who she is. I'm a girl who loves my island and the girl who loves the sea. It calls me. I'm the daughter of the village chief. We are descended from voyagers who found their way across the world. They call me. I've delivered us to where we are. I've journeyed farther. I am everything I've, I've learned and more. Still, it calls me. And the call isn't out there at all. It's inside me. It's like the tide, always falling and rising. I will carry you here in my heart. You'll remind me that come what may, I know the way. I am Moana. And I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably my favorite Disney song ever. I would sing it for you if I weren't so emotional. Man. Or like, but, right now I'm like just dripping. Yeah, it's just, Ooh, yeah. it's this reminder of, I know this girl. Do you know who you are? Yeah. And she just takes a second. Who am I? Yeah. And it starts I'm a girl small. Who I'm a girl who loves my island. And then it gets, it, I mean, you've heard it. It builds up. Yeah. It gets more powerful. That come For what sure. may, I know the way. I am Moana. Yeah. She really, like, yeah, she just remembers her power. Yes. And that I, that's what it's all about. It's, it's not like anything drastic changed. And I think that's no. the whole part is that she just needed that boost she just needed that reminder and, and what does it for say it to be so special i'll be there inside you or something i will carry you here in my heart you'll remind me oh yeah i do think that song makes me cry every I, time yeah yeah yep, 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 yep. gosh grandmas yeah just just people you look up to who are so wise and who i mean we always talk about like you would never speak to other people the way you speak to yourself, right? Yeah. And, like, just someone... You know people look at you and think you're awesome, and it's, like, just someone coming to remind you that, like, you are awesome. Yeah, and I think those, like, that have gone before us would want us to succeed and want us to keep going. So, yeah, when it talks about, like, we come from Voyagers, look where we've come. Like, we've come from... (laughs) So much has happened. We can keep going. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I think about the people that came across the ocean, went across the plains. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that, anyway, one, that one, that one's you, powerful. Okay. Give us a lighter one. <laughs> I don't have a lighter one. This It's one. all heavy. Okay. Well, I just remember, I just remembered one and this is because my sister-in-law brought it up yesterday, um, Katie. Um, my Our sister-in-law has a little boy named Thomas, and he is going to be two in April, and he's just, like, the cutest freaking thing he's ever. He's so cute. He's so cute. And um, anyway, she was talking about the Disney short um, Float. <gasps> yeah. And I don't know if you've seen that. It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, that... It but she, me, like, she, like, guilt. couldn't even talk about it without crying. And yeah. it's like, yeah, like, because yeah. your kid, no matter what, who your kid is, what, like, what they're like, no matter what, they're going to float in their own way. There's going to be something about them that makes them float that you might want not, to change. You might want to change. You might want to keep it grounded. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I think every parent is where it's like... Why can't you just calm down? Why can't you just not be so emotional? Why can't yeah. you just sit but, still? <laughs> but what, yeah, what Float helps you realize is just how deflating some of those comments can be. Yeah. 
to, to a child who's just, it's easy. They just float. <laughs> They're just doing them. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Float, it's a tender one. Because the, there's, yeah, so there's a boy who floats, like literally is floating. And of course that's symbolic, right? Yeah. And then the parent... <clears throat> Weighs him, tries to weigh him down and, like, yeah. hide the floating from other parents. Because he doesn't want... It's just because he's trying to protect his child. He wants... He doesn't want people to think he's odd or, yeah, strange, judge him. So he's just trying to protect him. Yeah. And ends up hurting him. Ends up, cause, like, brings him down. Again, literally. He comes, he comes down. And that's when the, the parent realizes, like... That's what makes him special. Is his ability to his float. ability to float is what is his like. That's his magic, that's his gift, and it needs to be yeah. But it's hard to recognize those as, as gifts sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I know a couple floaters in our family. Yeah, it's just that's a good one. That's a short. A lot of the shorts make me cry, except the bow one was kind of weird. Oh, I think it made me cry. <laughs> From a mother, yeah. Yeah, but she, she ate him. Because she just wanted to protect him. She cared and loved about she cared about him and loved him so much. That's that is an example of what she didn't let go. She didn't push the wagon. She didn't give up her jet, right? Like she was like, no. And then realized like I gotta I gotta I gotta let you go. Gotta let you grow. Gotta let you float. Sorry, I'm reading up on float because I feel like at the end of the movie, at the end of the short, yeah. it was dedicated to someone. someone. Pro- I'm sure. Float was inspired by his son. Yeah, the 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 director and writer Bobby Rubio said Rubio said. Stated that Flo is inspired by his son who has autism and that he identified with the father oh. from the short. He said that the boy from the short is different from other children since he can float. He commented that while his father loves his son wholeheartedly without restriction, at first this begins to be altered by what other people say. As a result, he has to choose between deciding they are right and ignoring their thoughts. Yeah, that must be... That's personal to him. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, let's see. We probably have time for, like, one more. Okay. So, we have the last four on this list. Oh, man. Okay. Well, you pick. I know which one made me cry the most. No, let's do that one. It's probably the same one I'm thinking in my heart. Okay. Let's say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Toy Story 3. Oh. (laughs) Wreck It Ralph is very similar to the other scenarios where there's like it's like similar to Moana. What? I feel like it's similar to Moana realizing who you are and no, he's sacrificing himself. He doesn't realize I am bad and that is good. Yeah, Yeah. it could be like a combo. It is a combination. He accepts himself and chooses to sacrifice himself for the for the for the greater good. He doesn't realize he's going to make it out unscathed. Yeah, he just does it. And Ralph says, Ralph bad. is a bad guy, and he doesn't want to be a bad, bad guy. Bad. He wants the glory of a good guy. And he finally accepts, I am bad, and that is good. As he is 
you know, falling towards a volcano, a, um, men, what is it? Mento? Mentos. Mentos. Mentos and and Coke Volcano. Volcano. (coughs) Because he has to save the game so that his glitch friend can. And he says, I'm bad and that's good. I will never be good and that's not bad. There is no one I'd rather be than me. And he's clutching clutching, um, his medal that she gave him. That Penelope gave him. Vanilla bon sweets. And then it turns out she's a princess, so yeah, it's about finding yourself. Yeah. That one is emotional. Yes. Okay, but um, Toy Story 3, re- that was one that really got our entire generation. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Grew up with Toy Story, right? Like, when it came out in 1995 or 96, I am not positive on that. <coughs> I would say 95. I think you're right. 1995 film. Yep. Beautiful. When so I was out, two. In 1995, we went and saw it on Thanksgiving Day with our family and ate Burger King because we all happened to be sick, but then we weren't sick anymore, but everything's closed on Thanksgiving. Anyway, we've adored the movie since 95. We love the characters. We had all the toys, like, grew up with them. And then in Toy Story 3... Well, Pixar our, tries to murder them. <laughs> our brother, Daniel, had Toy Story birthdays. Yeah. And, like, in Toy Story 2, he was, like, this... Like, he just kind of I was, like, the I sang the Toy Story age. 2 song, song at a, at a yeah. talent show. And then Toy Story 3 was about me. Andy going to college, and yeah. it came out... Later. I want... No, it came out in 2010, which was the year Daniel graduated from high school. Oh, my gosh. Daniel is Andy. Yeah. So, it kind of... Like, I feel like, like our family just kind of identified Gr- with Yes. It. Yes. Yes. No, but you can't. We have a we spe- love. special guest here. Go to bed. Love you. Jonas, This is we're crying in here. We're just crying. Do you, you want to cry, cry with, with us? us? Then you have to go to your room. Snotty nose and tears only at the table. Come give me a hug. You can be in here if you're quiet, okay? okay. You're way too emotionally stable for all this. Do you want to go play with some toys? No. Okay. So... At the end, if you haven't seen Toy Story 3, first of all, okay, just pause it and go watch because it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Just get there. And then you're going to like second guess ever donating toys to anywhere. Um, Anywho, so the toys are escaping a um, preschool daycare. They're escaping this place where children are way too hard on toys and there's an evil... Uh, Daw Bear. Bear. What's his name? Miss, like, Strawberry Bear? No, his, his name Mr. is... Mr. Some... Terrible Man. Let's see. So. Lots of Hugging Bear. Lotso. Lotso. That was it. Nailed it. Okay. <coughs> Lotso runs the show there. He's, like, the godfather. I don't know. So he's, like, deciding what the where the toys go. They're all being abused. Andy has to go... Or not Andy. Woody has to go rescue them. Anyway... They finally get out of there, and they end up in the trash, and then they end up at a, like a like a recycling center. I don't know where do they burn trash. They the truck takes the toys to a landfill where they are swept onto a conveyor belt that leads to an incinerator, which like gives me very brave little toaster vibe, if you remember. So maybe that this is just like flashback to my childhood watching Brave Little Toaster. Anyway, the toys 
grab something metal and they are like getting out and getting chopped up. They're they they think they're out After of the narrowly woods. avoiding yeah. shredder. Yeah, they just they narrowly avoid the shredder. Woody and Buzz help Lotso to reach an emergency stop button. Yeah, that's right. Lotso. Only for Lotso. They helped Lotso and then Lotso left them for dead to abandon them. Listen up, Lotso. You can't kill friendship. <clears throat> so they're like trying, they're trying, they're trying to get out of the trash, to get away from the flames, but they're slowly creeping towards the flames of the incinerator. And they realize at one point, like they're they're trying to climb up over this trash and they're just slipping and sliding. And one by one, they slowly just grab hands. So you, you see Woody and Buzz and Jesse and Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head just grab hands. And accept their fate. And accept that, yeah, they have each other. They've been good toys. Oh my gosh. It's like, fi- it's fiction. I can't, okay. It's emotional though. And then. We grew up with these guys. Yeah, they just grab hands. <laughs> and they're going towards the incinerator. And then um, the aliens save them. The aliens <laughs> full circle. The claw. Um, the aliens that Buzz saved once upon a time. And uh, Rosemary one. They save. Oh my gosh. And so, God bless the aliens. They're good guys after all. Um, everything's fine after that. Lotso gets tied onto a truck and has to eat bugs for the rest of his life. So, and sweet justice. Um, oh, Andy. and then Bonnie. Annie donates his toys to Bonnie, this sweet, imaginative little girl who does not abuse her toys. And um, if you want to see <coughs> what happens next, just tune in to Toy Story 4 because that also makes me emotional. It does. That's a good one. <laughs> Pixar, man. Pixar. The, the <sighs> thing is, they want to make us cry. It's it's so crazy. It's like these movies. These movies have all these underlying messages for adults that like kids don't pick up on. No, I think they realize like, oh, this is like sad and bad, but yeah, it's the maybe they just don't have like kids don't have the same emotional capacity. I don't know. What I do know is it's not fair. Jonas just doesn't cry in movies. I'm sure. Oh, Nixon, I, Nixon's quite serious. Did you ever see that little girl watching the good dinosaur and she cries? Because he's after the like yeah. the flood or the water comes yeah. through and he goes, "Mama." Yeah, and she's you're right. She's I emotional. think some kids she's are just like, like more in touch. He can't with find his mom, and she's crying, and it's so tender because it's like I can't find his mom. That would be scary. Oh, man. so sniffly. Okay, so <clears throat> the thing, to conclude, <laughs> well, the thing is. They're, the, these kids' movies are so good, but I think what will happen is as children grow up watching them, they'll begin to pick up on these bigger things. Like, yeah. one of my favorite childhood movies was The Little Princess, oh my and gosh. I loved watching that as a kid, and yeah. it didn't make me cry, but I oh, I could not get through that right now. No. Papa. Without sobbing. Yeah, Papa. And she's remember. I, that, that made me cry young, though. I think that was one of the first movies. That and Homeward Bound. Uh, oh, shadow can't good. get out. I think that's also why I hate trains. Sh- I know. Shadow. Like a little boy waiting for Shadow. He's stuck in the mud. Well, at the very end when they all come back and the, the sun is just watching and waiting and waiting. Yeah. And then Shadow comes up. Shadow like got him through 
<laughs> yeah, that was tough too. Okay. 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 What's the message? What's can we bring it all home with the message? If you need a good cry, just go watch children movies because they'll mess you up. <laughs> um, no, I think it's, it's so <laughs> true. <laughs> So, like, the next time you're folding your laundry casually, watch out. If you have up on, you might cry <laughs> yeah. for the next uh, hour. Up gets you at the beginning, it, in the middle, and in the end. strong. They come on strong. They come on real strong, but then it also, it like, it gets you a couple more times in the movie. And I he think, gets his grapes. I think maybe it's, it says Ellie would be proud of me. Okay, so. I think the message is that, uh, well, there's the, the message is there's something you can take away from each of these. I mean, we've, I think we've kind of talked well, about like the like, things that they remind us of. Isn't rainbows and butterflies, right? Not always. No, it's not I, all about. I love that these children movies aren't all about like finding your prince. Yeah. Yeah. I live a happily ever after anymore, which is like a great message, but it's also about like, the hard things you're gonna go through and like yeah. the fairy tales are so fun, but also sometimes there isn't a fairy godmother that turns your pumpkin into a coach. Yeah. A coach? Is a coach. I hope so. Like a chariot? I think no, it's a coach. coach. <laughs> Not like a basketball coach, but like, you know, like a, yeah, a carriage. carriage. What's a coach? A carriage driver? I feel like, like Coach and buggy. That sounds. That's not right. Carriage and buggy. <laughs> Why did I say coach? I don't know. That, I, I mean, like, it sounded right for a second. Okay. But we know what we're talking. We know yeah. what you're talking like, about. Don't even. She didn't turn the pumpkin into anything else. She turned um, the pumpkin into the thing with the thing, <laughs> and then they went to the ball. Um. Yeah, I I agree. Also, um, I'm I I don't know. I think there's just messages that we get to take from these as adults watching these with our children um, that we just learn. And our kids will pick up on them as they get older. But right now, it's just a fun movie to watch with fun music. But I think it also creates um, like opportunity for conversation about like, we recently watched Soul. Oh, that's a new one. It's new, so I'm not going to give you any spoilers. I it did make me cry, but that's not hard to do. So, <laughs> could be anything. Um, but Nixon at one point was like, "Mom, are you crying?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then we talked later about like, why did that movie make you cry? So it does. I think some of these like more sad or emotional parts. Well, then you get to share your perspective of the movie. And then yeah. when he's watching it, like, he yeah, can be he like, oh, that is what, that's that how my mom perception. saw it. It's true. We all perceive things totally different. There are people that are like, they're just toys. Like, stop crying. But I'm emotionally attached to those toys. I, <laughs> I love those toys. Wait. Yeah. And Buzz. And Jesse. Um, yeah. I mean, even Ruby, and when we watch Toy Story, she loves Toy Story, gets really sad when Buzz falls, when he realizes he is just a toy. So, yeah, some kids are just... Oh no. Yeah. Oh no, hurt. Your arm hurt. And I'm like, yeah, his arms hurt. And also his heart because he just found out he's he's a he toy. He's a toy. That's <sighs> a hard thing to accept. 
So this was probably our most emotional episode we'll ever do. <laughs> all we about really kids wanted. movies. We're leaving all of our tears in 2020. But we'll still talk about things that made us cry, probably. Because we'll cry every day still. So. Um. Anyway. Thanks, thanks for, for being here. <laughs> thanks Sorry. for listening to all of our sniffles, all of our tears. Um, but that was good. That was a good little cry sesh. If it made you cry too, I'm sorry. I hope you didn't listen to this on the way to work or something. Yeah. Only, sorry. We'll put like a disclaimer. That's like, Lots. don't, don't listen. Actually, <laughs> just a lot of feelings up in here. So many feelings, emotionally manipulative movies that just take a toll on us. Um, maybe they know we need that cry. Maybe, maybe that's Pixar's it. like, everyone can use a good cry. Moms work really hard. They could use a cry today. They're like, here's your, here's your excuse. Here's Release. your, okay, yeah. Release. <laughs> Big song. Okay, yeah. um, well, thanks for listening. Leave us a review. We you love want. you so much. We really, really do. We hope you have a wonderful new year, and we will see you in 2021. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>